I like to say when Henry Ford invented the assembly line, that was an incredibly inconvenient and annoying way to run a factory. It was much easier to do it the way they used to do it. There's a lot more hard edges when you're trying to maintain a just-in-time assembly line system with the pacing of it, the inventory getting people at just the right speed, but it produces cars 10 times faster. It's the same thing in knowledge work. Putting aside and protecting time regularly for deep work is what's going to produce cars 10 times faster. And if that means that you miss an important email or annoy a colleague now and then, I think that that's a fair trade. So that's my short-term answer is, be okay with occasional bad things happening. It's something I've thought a lot about. I've been actually hunting down and researching companies that embrace what I call email freedom, which is a workflow that does not depend on unstructured messaging for it to unfold. There's not going to be a one-size-fits-all answer. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some customization to different industries, but, but two ideas that seem like they're going to play a bigger role and sort of the future digital knowledge work. One is having more variety among the communication expectations of different people. So right now, we sort of smooth out the communication expectations of everyone in an organization. You all have an email address. You're all accessible to everyone. I think going forward, we're going to see uh, more variegation there. So like a developer at Google might not have their own email address or any real easy way for the outside world or any real expectations that you can grab their time and attention. Maybe they have a, a, an assistant on their team that handles most of the communication on their behalf, the team's huh. behalf of the outside world, where a marketing executive would have completely different. Maybe they have multiple email addresses and there's more of an expectation that they would be available. We're going to see more diversity in communication. Second, I think we're going to see almost certainly, this is what we, if you study the, the history of uh, the evolution of the industrial sector, in the the late uh, 18th and early 17th century, Mm -hmm. you see that what happens over time is that we get more clearly defined processes. I think going forward, you're going to see more hard-edged processes, right? And then individuals will be associated with these processes as opposed to just being autonomous sort of inboxes to which you can put information. So we're going to start to see work become much more process-focused. Just like the assembly line was a much more structured way to build cars than what they used to do, which is we just have a few teams and each team built a car in place in their spot on the factory floor, right? That was the obvious, easy way to build the car. It, didn't, it was very intuitive, but it was very slow. The assembly line is very structured and complicated, but works much better. Right now, just sitting around and sending emails back and forth is like building the car in one place in the center of the factory. It's very intuitive. It's easy. We understand that's how we built things throughout history. But the sort of cognitive assembly line is coming. So we're going to see a lot more, I think, specific hard edge processes they're going to be a pain. They're going to be inconvenient. There's going to be hard edges where like, ah, I kind of need like the tension right now and I don't have an easy way to do it. And this is going to really mess up my morning. Like that type of stuff's going to happen more, but we're going to get more comfortable with the idea that inconvenience is okay. 